As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for tuning in to Hotel Podcasts with your hosts, Teresa and Donnie. Let's get you checked in. Well, good Hello. afternoon, Teresa. Oh, sorry. I didn't didn't mean to interrupt you. That's okay. Good afternoon, Donnie. How are you? I'm fantastic. Now that I'm talking to you, Donnie, it's even better. There we yes. go. The world just got a little quieter, a little nicer. You know, exactly, <laughs> or something. Exactly, exactly. Um, something like that. It's obviously we're not together. That's why Teresa sounds a little like a robot. But that's you know, or I don't know. She just always sounds a little bit like a robot. I think I'm she's nice trying to... to go for anonymous, but she's just not pulling it off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing a very good job. My laugh gives me away. Somebody said you laugh a lot. I go, I do. I'm always that's finding why, very yeah. things, that's why I, a lot of I, things funny. <laughs> that's why I love talking to you. I am the funniest person when I talk to Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. I am such a good audience. You know why? I find that so many things funny, even inappropriate things. To me, that's hilarious. Heck yeah. But, heck yeah, Donnie. Heck yeah. You know what? So, you gotta laugh. I don't care what's going on. Just just take a second and laugh. <laughs> okay. Not at us, though, preferably. Right, exactly. Yeah. Come on, sister. Exactly. Oh, exactly. sister. Speaking of sister. Yes. <laughs> sister hotels. So this is a term. This is a hotel term. And it's very right. common. So it's like, oh, it's a sister property. Um, right. And that, that could take on a, a couple different meanings. So I know for like when my one of my management companies, they would say that's a sister property. So it's someone within under the same umbrella of our management company. Um, but there are other hotels I worked at and they would consider just the brand a sister, sister property. So, uh, you know, for the people who know in the industry or people who don't know, like generally if you have to walk someone or if you have a group that you can't take or something, you always want to send it to your sister. I don't know why we don't have brothers. Why don't we have brothers? I know. What's a brother? It's always just sister. You're right, honey. I did not notice that. There's never brother properties. We're breaking walls down. We're, we're just going to tear them down. (laughs) Start calling um, them brother property. It's 2021, okay. people. Just call them whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, come on. Come on. Exactly. Yeah, maybe we should do brands. Like if it's a big box hotel, it could be like the older brother property. If it's a little petite, like little true, then it's what a little about sister. Cousins? Yeah. Um, then, you know, it that's starts like, getting That's like two brands then. over. Yeah, that's when you're like a select service and you're sending it to an extended stay. Oh, that's one of my cousins. Good luck. <laughs> Things are getting <laughs> weird over there. That one. Yes. <laughs> They're from the weird side of the home. Yeah, uh-huh. and a, a hotel you don't even want to send someone to, but you have to, that could be like a cousin twice removed. Exactly. Sorry. Do you, know, was... do you know when I used to work in Miami, right? 
and mm-hmm. I'd have a night, it would be small boutique hotels. I would actually go to the big hotels that I knew would consistently walk people. Mm-hmm. Like they were very popular hotels. Right. And two things with me being a boutique hotel. So they would want to come over because, so they want you to be good. So when they walk somebody to your property, right, you're not pissing off that guest where they're going to come back and go, why would you send me to that dump? Right. right. Mm-hmm. So they want you to be halfway decent, but they don't want you to be so good where you're going to steal that guest from them for future reservations. Right. So, yeah. So I used to do very well in Miami because I would go to them and I'd sell it to, to them that way. Listen, we're a great property, great location. Come see the rooms. We're not going to steal your business because you're such and such brand, you know, a Fountain Blue Hilton or whatever. Um, so they'll always go back to you, but I'll make you look good while they're here. And it was great. I used to get so much business that way. And people used to always wonder, like, how the heck did you get that property filled up? That was my secret was that. Yeah. They had to trust you, the sales director or the salesman, whoever you were able to connect with, usually was the sales director of the other property. Right. But they were never sister properties. Sister properties usually look out for each other. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's something that I feel like you taught me was, uh, you know, like, it's okay if people underestimate you. Like, use it to your advantage. And yeah. I remember doing that, like going to a property on the beach, and they're like, like, why? I don't even consider you competition. It's like, oh, okay, well, if you have anything, you know, just like that one time. And yeah, they would send something over, like, all right, we're overbooked, so we can't take this. So, you know, we'll get them next year when they come back. And then we would just right. outdo, overdo it. Yeah, exactly. agreed. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's true. And I still do it, like, even as a GM or, you know, as a hotel leader. I still act like naive sometimes because I just want to see if people actually know what they're talking about. You know, I'm yeah. like, why don't you go ahead and explain to me what Rev Par is? I want to, I want to see if you, if I understand it correctly. Um, I think I, yeah, exactly. Could you explain it to me, please? Yeah, because it's fun to screw with people. That's the other thing. Look at you. You and I are so different. <laughs> it's so true. I know. I, I don't know what's happening. I don't to me. find that fun at all. I actually get stressed out for them. Like, if I ask, question like just in general i'll say oh what about this and i see them hesitating because they want to answer me correctly mm-hmm. and then i get stressed for them and i give them the answer oh well you know blah 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 blah. <laughs> so, are you kidding i'm like hey what's your cpor and i know they don't know what cpor is and i'm like i'll wait go ahead <laughs> come on see, no i can never do that i can never do that <laughs> i can't i would say i would just it's just a general question i would ask in order for them to answer so I could help them. And then when I realize they're hung up and they're just stressed, be- and I, I always give them the answer. I cave. I feel very stressed for them. Yeah. I'm like, no, oh, I, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Room. I, I also <laughs> feel like, I feel like I kind of like, I, I know I get it. I'm like, I'm still a hospitality guy. I'm not an evil uh, sometimes, but um, <laughs> I feel like I dumb things down where people are like, okay, I'm not an idiot. And I'm like, Hey, what's your cost per occupied room? You know, the cost, that is per occupied room. So that would be this, 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 this. And they're like, okay, can you just ask one question? <laughs> you don't have to explain <laughs> everything. So, yeah, I get you. I understand. I uh, know. Uh, yeah, I do. I get very stressed out for hotels. I do. I'm like, yeah. oh, come on. Yeah. But uh, I love sister properties, though. So, like, it was, fu- it's always fun because uh, when you're under a management company, you have different brands. So, and that was something that was new for me because when, when I started with you, we only had, well, we had Choice and we had a Best Western. So that's why that's I was right. like, what? 
we have an outsider, you know, like <laughs> we can't have that, you know, um, that was, but I, I always thought like everybody had the same brand, you know, any kind of outsider does, but like one company, I worked for white lodging who has sold off all of their, most of their select service properties. And I did training with them at one of their midway hotels and they had, and I was just looking at it on Google maps. I counted it 10 hotels in a, like a block of each other, 10 and they're really? everything Marriott, sleep in Fairfield, Doubletree. Oh. Um, a lot of them have restaurants, but they're all of them. Every single one was managed by white lodging. So talk about oh, like, wow. yeah. So I, when I was there, I was training at the courtyard and they were like, yeah, we celebrate our, you know, our monthly events. So we're going to, you know, do our, our birthdays and like our award ceremony. We all go to the double tree. So you would have 10 hotels sending groups of people and meeting at the double tree because it was the largest meeting space um, oh. to accommodate it. And it was so cool because you would have like 50 people, you know, even if each yeah. property sent five people, it's like you have 50 people from you know, gathering around and, and normally at these like lunches, you get like, you know, 10 or 15. So yeah. talk about like feeling really proud. And like, they had a system down where like, if they were had like uh, at the courtyard, if someone was there, like a hooker or something, they had a system down, like to communicate with each other, like, Hey, look oh, out for this okay. name. And it would like immediately just go to every single property. And I'm like, so that, that person is so couldn't cool. get a hotel room within that radius Uh, yep exactly oh yeah they were going across the street across the block you know to um (laughs) the no-tell motel because they were not getting in at the you know the the white lodging block okay right (laughs) there they had that area locked down that's pretty not but this is the most important question so if you're an employee at let's say a lower tier brand but your sister property is a higher tier brand do you get the employee rate at the higher tier brand yeah they were helping each other out did you know do you know that what wait wait i wait you kind of really you went That's quiet nice. what happened yeah they were yeah they were helping each other did i go quiet yeah you kind of like i'm oh. sorry <laughs> this may be in post-production you may be clear but you said um <laughs> if you're a lower tier brand and you wanted to go to a higher tier brand then you went quiet oh can i get can they get the employee rate That's oh gotcha yeah 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 so yeah, they did, and they were so cool because um, you know they would. I remember asking him, and they were like, "Yeah, the sleep in, you know, like the general manager, because like he would help out at different brands. He had like a login for Marriott, and they would all just like interchange each other. So the courtyard was like, oh, you know what though? There's a comfort suites I want to stay at in Daytona or something, and he would he would help him out there. So it was really nice. But I don't think they're ran by White That's Lodging anymore. Cool. Okay, so. White Lodging cannot hold anything oh. against me. The brands can't come at me. <laughs> <laughs> ah, smart. That's pretty smart. No wonder you wanted to use them as an example. Yeah. Oh, yeah. very uh-huh. good. Look at yeah. you. I think okay. they've all been dispersed. I don't know who runs what now, but. Um, okay. But that was I'm one ready. example. And then I know, like, another example I've got, I sent. So we had a guest who um, he was he checked in and. Uh, he him and he was checking in and he was checking in the nanny for his child and another room and we were sold out and of course like my there was no connection except for the credit card um so like they didn't they didn't have like, it wasn't booked by the same guy like he didn't have his marriott rewards all that okay so like yeah. she comes to check in at like 2 a.m and she was on a different flight 
and we walked her. So we walked her over to the, oh gosh, it was some hotel on the beach and it was very expensive. It was one of the only hotels left and it ended up costing us like, oh my gosh, probably like five, five or six hundred dollars for the night. And this hotel, because every hotel has a different walk strategy. They offer different things. Right. So this hotel offered to pay for her breakfast and they paid for however many nights they transferred her. So a normal hotel will walk you and say, okay, we'll pay for your one night room and tax. Come back. Come back the next day. Yeah. Come back. We'll take care of you. We promise. No, this hotel, it's like they walked her for four nights. So they oh. paid that four or $500 a night. Oh, my so This God. was an alarming, yeah, this was an alarming, like, bill, or alarming thing to learn as a general manager. Um, but right. they had, like, they had the walks, they sent the walk letter over, and I looked at it the next morning, and I, that's when I read it. And the guy was like, hey, my nanny is there, but our child is here. Like, what are you going to do for us? And the Marriott, or I, th- I think it was a Marriott on the beach. And of course they were like, hey, we're good. Like, if you want to send the other guy over and take care of his rooms. And I'm like, I can't. No, there's no way. I can't afford that. And they, like, they were kind of doing the whole, like, sister thing. So they're like, well, we're sister. We're both Marriott's. You know, like, we can definitely, we can take you if we need to. The guy ends up moving over there and expecting us to pay the bill and oh. the Marriott ended up sending us the bill for his room as well. <gasps> it was a whole mess. Cause he, yeah, but they didn't get the walk letter. He, no, so how exa- you, exactly. Yeah. yeah, there was no walk letter. And I was like, oh. no, you can't, you can't do. And they were like, well, we're using this one walk letter for both bills. It was a whole thing. I'm like, this is crazy. But the poor, the guest was like totally under the uh, impression that it was all going to get billed just to Marriott. Right. Because he doesn't oh, know any better. Wow. Yeah. And they I was like, really oh. don't know. Yeah. But that's what guests have to realize. So usually, really, every brand that I know about, if you've made a guaranteed reservation at a hotel and you go to the hotel and the hotel does not have your reservation, is does not have a room for you, for whatever reason, they oversold, there was an issue, they had to put rooms out of order, that hotel is supposed to what they call walk you, send you to another hotel and pay for the first night. Am right. I right about that? The majority yeah. of brands require that from you got to pay for their transportation usually you pay for like one phone call like it's prison and if the hotel doesn't offer breakfast generally you pay for breakfast but our walk letter i think they even paid for their dinner i was like what the heck wow we're really taking care of these people yeah yeah but they'll remember though that's the whole thing is they'll remember that and then they won't be so angry they're like well they really took care of me and you know it, it kind of some hotels take a gamble. I, I know I, I had helped a hotel one time where it was in a big city and it would be sold out all the time and they would purposefully oversell the hotel by 10%, which is a lot. Um, and then they would walk. They knew every night that they would have to walk a certain amount of rooms uh, to another hotel. And they still made tons of money by w- even walking anywhere between five to 10 rooms a night. Right. But, that that was like a part of their business plan because there were some times where well, you know how it is people make reservations you're showing you're sold out right so for those new gms are like oh we have 100 reservations we have 100 rooms close off the reservation well those 100 rooms don't always show up and then yeah. to try and build them for a no show is kind of a 
you know, flipping of the coin. Are you going to oh, get yeah. the money? They're not going to get the money. So it's hard to then go to the owner and go, well, I know we sold, we said we were going to sell out, but the night of we had five no shows. Right. So um, there are hotels that go out of their way to purposefully oversell knowing there's going to be cancellations or no shows. So that's kind of why they take that gamble. Yeah. But on days where everybody decides to show up, well, now you're going to pay for that gamble because now you have to walk the ho- the rooms that did show up to another hotel. Exactly. Hopefully it's a sister property who will cut you a good deal. If you don't have a sister property in the area, then the hotel's like, well, you're going to pay rack rate. You're paying our highest rate because they know they got you over a barrel. They're like, right. really? Well, the whole city sold out. You need two rooms. I happen to have them. This is the rate you're going to pay. And you have to at that point. You just yeah. have to pay. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I, no, I absolutely agree. And I remember doing that same exact thing in one of my properties. And the reason was because my bonus at the time was based off of the RevPAR increase index uh, increasing year over year. So it's like you had to increase the revenue per available room year over year. And the hotel was running like 80% the year before. So the only way we were going to be able to do it was to overbook us to guarantee that we were going to be sold out. And then I was like, next year, I'll just have to worry about increasing rate (laughs) because (laughs) I don't know what else the heck I'm going to do. Like, How do you increase over like a 90%, you know, uh, uh, occupancy? But so I I agree. I agree with you. And it, it gets challenging, but... And that's where it's also very awkward. And like that conversation, even with my friends, like they feel like I feel like I'm a scumbag. You know, they're like, why would you overbook it? You know, they're coming. And I'm like, but are they coming? Because you don't understand how many people don't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They make a reservation. They use their credit card to guarantee it. Right. So by all rights, we're allowed to charge that room for one night. So we charge the room for one night. Sometimes it gets declined. The majority of time it goes through. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Through, but then that credit card holder decides to dispute it. And the majority of the time they get their money back. I right. mean, you know, yeah. at least that's my experience. It's like flipping a coin. Yeah. All right. I had it's... to build 10 no shows. Hopefully I get 10, but that, that never happens. That's not going to happen. Yeah. That, Did you, have you yeah, ever, we, um, have you seen that episode of Seinfeld when he's getting a rental car? And it's the same exact situation. So if anyone's listening, who they're probably laughing right now because it's a very funny point, uh, funny, very funny part of Seinfeld. And he goes to get a rental car and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, we don't have a car. And he's like, but you have a reservation. And she's like, correct. And he's like, so you should have a car. <laughs> and he's like, and she's like, well, <laughs> we don't, though. And she's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, I don't think you understand 
the you know what a reservation is and he does a whole, his whole like bit on that oh, um, i don't remember that i thought i saw every episode yeah, okay. you're gonna have you're gonna have to post a meme on that because it's very I like will. it's such a good and it's really i remember doing like a very basic gm training at one of the brands and they even show that as like just like a a funny like intro um because okay. it's like okay it's like yeah but i have a reservation it's like yeah I know I understand yeah. that. I don't think you do because if you did, <laughs> then I'd have a car. <laughs> what happens? So I wonder if car agencies are they required to have Oh a my car gosh. For you? So I had no. So I I had a friend what? who ran um oh Alamo in Miami. He oh, doesn't God. work in Alamo anymore and he's I think he's doing floors of garages now. So he did <laughs> he worked on there. He would they would overbook themselves by like 100%. He said, like the lots, they would be overbooked by 150 cars and they would be working with other Alamos in the area, like pulling things from like Fort Lauderdale. And because like, you know, there's all these parent companies. So Alamo probably owns like Enterprise or whoever. So they're like like, moving cars around constantly. But he said like the cancellation rate was even worse than it is at like hotels. Like he's like, you would have a thousand reservations, you know, on a really busy, like for Super Bowl. And you'd have 250 people actually show up for the cars. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It's even worse. Okay. And I'm like, that's str- that is stressful. <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah. And then you got to find yeah. these cars. But yeah. And then he told me um, if they didn't have it, they didn't have it. They just said like, sorry, we don't have your car. We don't have a car. Like, oh, good luck. That's awful. Is it still the same way? That's terrible. I actually yeah. had that happen to me once where I they, they didn't have a car, but I became this is before uber you know now mm-hmm. you could just say well if you're in a big city i'll just uber wherever i gotta go and figure it out from there but at yeah. that point in time that was my mode of transportation and i was in a panic and i remember kind of creating a scene and i'm not that type of a person mm-hmm. but i was actually in a panic and i remember going i'm not going to leave until you find me a car you ha-, and i created such a thing where they finally got me a car it wasn't what i wanted but at least it moved forward and backwards and got me to where I needed to go. But yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I remember I was in a panic. I was in a yeah. panic. Like, what? You can't just not give me a car. Right. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. Ah, interesting. So they're not held up to the same thing as hotels are where hotel brands require you to, if you, if you walk somebody, you have to pay for that first night. If exactly. you lose that reservation. Yeah. yeah. If you overbook it, it, the reservation. It might be different for different, different, um, different car companies and you know right obviously check with your current you know the current rules you think is are changing especially with covid um a yeah. lot of the policies have yeah. changed now they're like giving cars away like they're, they're like begging people to come <laughs> exactly. and like borrow a car so yeah yeah <laughs> i know it's, it's true but a lot of people didn't know or if i was in a position where we had to walk somebody you'd have a guest go why are you walking me down the road there's a hotel like right there next to you right but you didn't have the walk deal with them or that hotel next to you wasn't your sister property you knew your sister property was going to get you a better walk rate than the one next door so yeah it's hard to explain that to somebody standing in front of you at night so yeah Uh, i know that the hotel i worked at that temporary hotel in in a big city where that that was their common thing was to walk people Mm -hmm. the 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 downside to that was they couldn't keep front desk people working yeah. or guest service agents at night because they couldn't handle it. was just so stressful yeah. to have to deal with this angry person in front of you, try and stay calm and say, oh, but we're going to pay for your night. And they're like, no, 
I want to be right here, you know. So, right. Yeah, they There's a reason I booked people. this hotel, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's because it's a walking distance to that stadium there. And now you're sending me. Yeah. So they couldn't keep front desk people because they're like, you know what? I, I don't get paid enough to get yelled at every night. Like literally it right. was almost every night. So yeah. that was the downside to that. The hotel was making money, but <laughs> they couldn't keep staff there for, for long periods of time. They really couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. I remember having, um, well, we had like, I wouldn't say sister property, like a sister restaurant or the restaurants we worked with, um, like the road, the Texas Roadhouse. We had yeah. that awesome deal with them where we would send them every time we sent them a guest, they would like stamp something in a book or they knew somehow yeah. like I we give them a ticket with our name on it or something. I ate so much Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> it was so <laughs> amazing. It's true. I was just thinking that about like sharing a parking lot and that just made me really happy. That put me in a really <laughs> happy place. <laughs> it was true. That that restaurant was actually very good. Oh. I, really we don't was. we don't have one in Fort Lauderdale. It's so far. It's in Coconut Creek. That's like forty five minutes. Oh, I'm maybe I should go do that. Time. Yeah, I should. Do go you have plenty of other restaurants in Fort Lauderdale? There's like four restaurants. Ugh. Life I mean, is hard. you have plenty of other restaurants in Fort Lauderdale, Donnie. <laughs> There's only like four restaurants, Teresa. Period. <laughs> there are not four restaurants. Ugh. There's like nothing to eat. I'm starving. I'm okay. Obviously, uh, you can tell I'm hungry. <laughs> I was just gonna say. I know we're doing this one around dinner time, so that's unusual for both of us. But yeah. um, I know. Cool. I, you know, I I always had fun experiences. Like I. That's why I think I started going for the companies or uh, the management companies that had larger portfolios. Because I got to do a lot of task force for sister properties too. That yeah. that was a lot of fun. I went to California for three months. Yeah, um, in Carlsbad, that was awesome. And because it, it was, it didn't even feel like work. It was during Christmas. Um, oh, that was nice. that was such a great experience. And like, I think I got brownie points with my company. They're like, "Oh, you're so amazing! Like, thank you so much." And I'm like, oh, you know, whatever. And then I, like, while I was there, they let me stay at, like, they had a hotel in San Diego. They let me stay at. Oh, nice. And then I went, and then oh, I stayed at the hotel in LA that they had. Like, yeah. it, that was so much fun. Um, That's the one thing when you start yeah. working in the travel, in the hotel industry, it's, you become very um, used to discounts that when you have to really pay full price, it's a shock. You're like, what? Oh, yeah. They I can't. I can't go back to. For, I can't go back. I think yes, because you're like, who do I know in Marriott? Can I get a Marriott? <laughs> oh, who do I know over here? Can I get that? Di-? You know, everybody knows somebody that has some sort of a discount. So uh-huh. yeah, you're used to traveling, right? I mean, right. I haven't paid rack rate, the highest rate on. I have. I can't even tell you. Right. When the last time was, I'm sure there was a time, but not any time recently. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard. Interesting. It's hard. But my standards have also risen as well. So we were looking to go to Orlando for a weekend and I couldn't find anyone with a discount or the discounts that I did have available. Nothing was available. And I was right. like, oh my gosh, I'm about to book this hotel for the rack rate. I'm like, I can't believe this really? is happening. I didn't. We didn't end up going. But I literally was like, because my standards were so high that the hotels right. that were available, I was like, mm, I'm not really in the mood to stay that far. You know, like when I was in college, yeah, I would stay 45, 50 minutes from where I wanted to go to pay, you know, right. 25 or 30 bucks a night. But now it's just like, eh, it's yeah. not as convenient. We'll be drinking. Yeah. Like, mm, let's just pay <laughs> the, the $100. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Exactly. I'm an adult now. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> you're not. 
if you're an adult, I don't know what realm I'm in. <laughs> What's past adult? Your grandma. <laughs> I am. I am a Nona. That's my official title. A Nona. Nona. I'm a Nona. <laughs> is that what they call? Is that is that like the an Italian thing? Yes, that's the Italian uh, name for grandma. Oh, like like nanny or nana. Like that's no. Yeah, but I think Nona sounds better, Donnie. Sorry. I like Nona. I do too. Do you? Okay, yeah, it's good. it's like a fun nickname. Right. <laughs> I like that. Well, it's like my well because my uh, nieces couldn't say like great grandma, so they would call her Gigi. Um, oh, that's you cute. know. So yeah, it was Gigi, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Jeez, sorry, kind of oh, went wow. on. A, it took a left turn there with our. Oh, and I was. <laughs> hey, that was about my sister. So we're still on track. That was my sister's child. That said, Gigi. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have one hotel where, just six miles down the road, we would work in conjunction with each other. So if one hotel was sold out, we would funnel all the other business, walk in traffic or whatever, to the other hotel. Mm-hmm. So we would find out that everybody we sent there, not we would lose people because you had to pass four or five hotels on that same road before you got to the one. Then we discovered, oh, okay, so we're going to give them a card, put it in their hand uh-huh. and say, if you go to that property, show them this, you are guaranteed this rate. Oh, and nice. it worked 100% of the time because instead of them going online, trying to find the lowest rate and then taking a chance walking in, maybe I'll get it, maybe I'll... This was a, a definite like, oh, okay. And some of them would actually say, could you make me the reservation for the other property? So that kind of worked out good because it was just just yeah. enough, far enough away where we could, if, if East Side was, was selling out quicker, they'd funnel the business to us on the West Side and vice versa. It actually worked out. That's one of the few properties where we were able to, to bounce business back and forth. And that is it nice. worked out real well. Yeah. And, yeah, that and you know, one well. thing that goes like so far is a little initiative, uh, uh, like initiative for the front desk, you know, like yeah. give them something like give them yeah. $2 for every reservation they send. Yeah. You know, it's like, all right, yeah. we get a hundred percent. Every reservation you send over there, I'm going to give you $10 or right. a percentage of whatever they book or whatever. That exactly. means a lot. And I know it I really worked does. my butt off for like $5 for like, you know, just some kind of you know project or whatever incentive that's it not initiative thank you incentive (laughs) words are hard okay it was a it was a long day especially at this time of day oh my gosh i've been talking all day so sometimes you the words don't come that easily i'm surprised that that particular word came to me yeah thank you i appreciate i know like last time when we were with anonymous you were like what is that? And I was like, I have no idea. I have no, I it's past five o'clock. My brain is off. You I know, know, I got nothing. Well, we were drinking a little bit of alcohol too, so that didn't help. That helped a lot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to have more anonymous. That was a popular episode. So I had a lot of fun some... with that one. Yeah, that was great. And that one actually was a calm story. So that was a calm story for an anonymous story. So I know. I'm like, like, really? No, oh, no. like, boo-hoo. Let's hide your voice so you can tell us that, you know, it's hard to run a hotel right now. <laughs> Don't make I want, fun of anonymous. I, you know what? We Steve better come back, back on. Yeah. If Hey, if you're listening, Steve... I want the juice, okay? Don't <laughs> give me so all much. this. Like, don't give me the broccoli. I'm looking for the meat. Yes. Give me some we good, the meat. juicy the Texas Roadhouse meat. 
Exactly. Oh my God, I'm so hungry. We have anonymous on the bars higher. The bars higher. Yes. Oh, that's a good point. And you know what? Maybe we should do like some kind of award. You know, we keep talking about you know incentives. Maybe we should give something (gasps) away. We should. You know what? We really should. That's a great idea. Practice what you preach, Teresa. We should do more anonymous episodes, right? Yeah. And then whatever anonymous came up. But the thing is, I don't want to encourage an untrue story. I don't want anyone oh, to embellish for the sake of a crazy story. I do. But yeah. Teresa's right. We should have, you know, we should. I want it to be true. Because yeah. to me, the true stories are really the crazy ones. Because you're like, I would never, I don't have the imagination to have put that story together. Yeah. Because, yeah. So to me, there's no reason to embellish because there are crazy stories out there. So maybe, so for, Tony, we're going to keep it a secret between us. Yes. So don't tell anybody. We'll have anonymous yeah. on, and oh, then like at the end of the year, we'll give an award. Yeah, we'll have the anonymous awards. Exactly. I like it. Exactly. Yeah. All right. I won't tell anyone if you don't tell anyone. I won't tell anyone. <laughs> um. Yeah. You know, I actually I like that. And how about we like up it? So if you come on the show, we'll mm-hmm. we will get you something. It'll it, it'll be something. We're gonna give them something, Donnie. Yeah, alcohol, we're gonna we're gonna else. give you something. It's like uh, it's like a bribe, you know. Like, come it's on, like, like a gift jump, bag. Yeah, just jump like, on here, like a green room like, gift bag. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It may just be a, a pair. It, who knows? Like maybe it'll be a bottle of wine. It could be a convertible. It's probably not gonna be a convertible, but it's definitely, it's definitely not gonna be a convertible. <laughs> it, could, it could be a boat. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's just definitely a pair. not gonna it's be probably a just a pair, <laughs> but. It's probably going to be some sort of food or alcohol. Come on, Teresa. You got to entice them. You got to get, you know, like you got to give them that big ticket item, you know? <laughs> My homemade meatballs. There yeah. we go. <laughs> you may just appear on a podcast. That could be, that could be the, the ward. I don't know. That's ticket enough. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. So. <laughs> yeah. But we're definitely going to have to have another anonymous one. Yeah. Okay. And the bar, and the bar is, is higher. I'm going to call some people out that I know and say, hey. I'm going, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to be anonymous and you're going to have to tell me the story about blah, blah, blah. That's all. Ooh, blah, blah, blah. That's a good one. I know certain stories that I'm dying to tell myself, but they're not the same as hearing from an in-person encounter. It's true. It's true. Right? And I love like whenever I rehear a story, I'll even let people tell stories again because sometimes they add things and I'm like, you didn't mention that the first time. They're like, oh, really? I didn't mention the clown that came through the hotel at that same exact moment. It's like, <laughs> exactly. no, you... Oh, that's oh, the yeah. best part of the story. That's, that's the best part. Exactly. So yeah, I uh, I agree. So I need to reach out to some people too. And yes, Donnie. And now that they know, well, now that they know, like what it sounds okay. like, I think right. that I think we needed to get that first one out. Well, that's the whole thing. Is the anonymouses are definitely people that are running hotels right now. That's Anonymi. the whole thing. <laughs> so that's the purpose of the voice change. Right. So there we go. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. Like our two listeners are going to recognize them, but I you know, know. yeah, we're, we're creating a safe environment for stories to be told. Exactly. Yes. That's right. Doug. Agreed. Okay. Well, this okay. is great. Thank you, Teresa. Thanks, sister. This was fun. Thanks. Well, it sounds weird. I can't call you brother. I'm I sorry. know. Right. You can call me sister. That's okay. <laughs> you could say sister. No, I don't think that that's right either. I don't know anymore. It's 2020. Okay. Come on, Teresa. Okay. Um, all right, Donnie. All right. Well, fun. thanks, Teresa. This is this was fun. Thanks for thanks for letting me do a sister episode. This was fun. Thank you, Donnie. Okay. 
My pleasure. All right, we'll talk again next time. You're my pleasure. Okay. My pleasure. (laughs) Bye. For our most up-to-date content, remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hotel Podcast, H-O-T-E-L-L Podcast. Send us an email at hotelpodcast at gmail.com and listen every Monday night for our new content. This is Donnie and Teresa checking out. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.